0: Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. As Vicar stated earlier, we're continuing our sermon series entitled Stormproofing Our Lives. And today, again, we'll look for encouragement from God's Word to find the strength that we need to stand up under the ups and downs, the difficulties that come in this life. Today, through the words of Psalm 46, reminding ourselves, hearing God's reminder that He is our ever-present help. I thought about this for a little while, those words, ever-present, and I tried to think of something that I've experienced or that maybe some of you experienced that's as close to ever-present in our world as anything else and these are the two things I could come up with. Starbucks, right? They seem to be just about everywhere, probably until you really, really need that cup of coffee and then you're like, where's the nearest Starbucks and it's 10 miles down the road? Or quick trips that seem to be on every corner, right? As you drive around, there's a quick trip here and another one there. And then every once in a while, you're stubborn. Well, I was stubborn, thinking, I'm waiting till I can get to an exit that has a quick trip. I was in eastern Minnesota and I nearly ran out of gas waiting to find a quick trip, right? See, as ever-present as those things might even seem in our world, they are not ever-present, are they? They aren't present everywhere. There are times that we can't find them when we need them and that's what makes our God stand out because he is ever-present. He is always present everywhere all the time and that's the encouragement that God gives us as we think about the storms that come into our own lives. Today, God's reminder in Psalm 46 for us is that he is our ever-present help. That's what we want to focus on today in this message is that God is our ever-present help. Noting first that much of our lives is out of our control. Much of life is out of our control. But that everything Everything is in the hands of our Almighty God. As we dig a little deeper into Psalm 46, just soak the comfort that the psalmist and God want you to have through this psalm. Listen again to the first three verses. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. I'm guessing you heard some of the words in those verses that seem a little bit frightening at first. Can you imagine what it's like to have the earth give way? Maybe some of you can. Just out of curiosity, anybody ever in here experience an earthquake? Go ahead, raise your hand if you have. We have a few. Yeah, what I'm told is that if you live on a fault line or live on a coast where those things happen pretty regularly, you learn to sort of just prepare yourself for them a little bit, but you have no idea when they're coming. And then there's the tremors of the actual earthquake and then the aftershocks and there's always kind of, I suppose, hanging over your head this idea that the big one might still be coming. Or how about mountains? Mountains just gone falling into the heart of the sea. It's hard to even picture that in our mind. And don't we have to say that the psalmist here is describing things that are out of our control? What the storms of life are really like? Waters roaring and foaming, mountains quaking with their surging. Those are not pleasant things for us to think about when the earth as we know it is not functioning the way we would like it to. And when we think about those storms, We have to back up just a little bit and hear again what the psalmist says before he tells us about those things. Therefore, we will not fear. Why not? Those things sound kind of scary. Earthquakes, volcanoes, tornadoes, anything you can think of, the earth isn't acting the way we think it should, is a little frightening but The psalmist says the Lord Almighty is with us. God is our ever-present help in times of trouble. I love those words that, that God is our refuge. He's our hiding place. He's where we get to go for shelter. And he is our strength. Do you like that word? That God is our strength? You do. But might there be a part of you and me that would sort of like to rewrite Psalm 46? at least in the way that we think, the way that we approach life, might it be more appealing to us if it said, I am my refuge and strength. I am my ever-present help in trouble. Because that's how we think, isn't it? That when the storms of life come, when we experience troubles, that that we sort of have to figure it out. That, That human spirit, the humanist spirit in us says, well, we can do this, we can... Apply all of our strength and all of our wisdom and all of our knowledge to the problem and and we can overcome it, right? Did you notice that Psalm 46 doesn't say that? It says that God is our strength. It's God whom we flee to when the troubles of life come. He is our refuge and strength. It's not our own strength that can get us out of the storms of life when they come. And maybe we could pause just for a moment here to think about why that we struggle with that so much. And doesn't it come down to a control issue? We love to think that we're somehow in control of our lives, that, that the things that we say, the things that we do, the way that we think that that can make a huge difference in our lives, and we can get ourselves out of any trouble that we get into. But thank you no. That's not how life works. We can't predict when storms will come. There are times we certainly can't be prepared for those storms and we can only use the help of our God. I know I've asked this question in the past, so I won't make you answer it again unless you really want to. Who are my roller coaster riders out there? Go ahead, you can raise your hand if you feel like. We still have a lot of roller coaster riders, some. I don't know when they started it, maybe about 25 years ago or so, but they have cameras at the bottom of the hill for roller coasters, you know what I'm talking about, right? And then you walk off the ride and your picture is already there for you and you can buy it if you want. I've never quite understood why people want pictures of themselves when they seem to be out of control. Maybe your pictures have looked a little bit like this a time or two. But isn't that what life kind of feels like sometimes? You're speeding down a hill and you're not sure if your harness is going to hold you or, or if the track is going to keep the roller coaster on it. You feel like you're holding on for dear life. Yeah, the storms of life can do that to us too. And that's why remembering that God is our ever-present help in trouble is so important is so comforting, is so necessary. And it's why the psalmist can write this next. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at, the break, at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. What God provides for us is his help. His strength and that's what we desperately need. Like like a, a river that feeds into a city to supply an endless, provide an endless supply of fresh water, God's presence stays with you and me always. It never fails. Maybe you heard the words as I read those last few verses, nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. If you've paid attention to any news over the course of the last week or so, you know that there's a real threat in our world right now that Russia is on the border of Ukraine, may invade uh, the Ukrainian territory, the United States may get involved with sanctions, maybe even go to war, and we might think to ourselves, what's going to happen? And I suppose without God, those are very frightening things. But not with God. Did you hear the words of the psalmist? God lifts his voice and the earth melts. See, God's word is still important. It's God's word that still matters. It's God's word that still has the final say in all things. And it's why the psalmist can twice give us that refrain, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Maybe that's something you can take with you and put in your heart or on your head, memorize, when the storms of life come, just repeat that verse to yourself. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. That's the God who never leaves you or forsakes you. That's the God who says you don't have to come up with solutions on your own. You don't have to face your problems all by yourself because I am with you always to the very end of the age. So how do we know? I mean, didn't Psalm 46 get written almost 3,000 years ago? How can we possibly know that words that were written so long ago still matter today? That, That God still promises to be with us today? Can we say that it all stems, it all flows back to Jesus? That's your proof that God will fulfill the promises that he's made. And maybe you remember, we celebrated Christmas about a month and a half ago now, but you might remember that that when God sent the angel to announce to Joseph that Mary was going to have a son, he he told Joseph that, that he would call him Emmanuel in fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. Do you remember what the word Emmanuel means? God with us. So when God makes a promise that he's with us, the Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress, look at what he did to demonstrate his desire to be with us. He sent Jesus, his own son, the son of God who put on human skin to save us, to save you, to save me. It was Jesus who came to this life to live on this earth, to live with us, a perfect life that God credits to you and me. It was Jesus who took that body that he had, his human self, to the cross. And there, the Son of God was crucified for us. That's God with us. That's your proof of God's love, that he would send his own Son to take your place and mine. That's good to remember when the storms of life come, too, to look back at what God has done for us in Jesus. It's why the psalmist finishes with these words. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Maybe we live in a world that is troubled by war right now and that's, that's nothing new. Those wars are things that were going to come up They're going to happen in the life in which we live, this side of heaven. But notice who's in control. It's God who breaks bows, it's God who shatters spears, it's God who burns shields with fire, it's God who makes boars cease to the ends of the earth. But maybe that's not your trouble. Maybe your troubles are a lot different. Maybe the storms in your life are simply that the second semester of school hasn't gotten off to the start that you were hoping. Classes seem to be a little bit more difficult than what you were first planning. Maybe it's a health scare that you have or that someone close to you has. Maybe you have frustration in your job. Maybe your car might not make it from point A to point B. You're worried about finances. You're worried about future. You see the storms that pour into our lives day after day. To you, God says, be still. Be still. Those things are in my hands too, just like everything else is in God's hands. So are the storms in your life and mine. That word in the original Hebrew for be still, some translate the word cease, it it really goes back, if you go back to the root word that is there in Psalm 46, verse 10, it is the word sink. It's exactly what the word means, to sink. And at first you might think, well, how does that become Be still. Well, the picture is this. Have you ever sat down in a soft chair, a recliner or a beanbag chair and you just sort of let yourself sink into the chair and relax? Or lay down in your comfortable warm bed with all kinds of blankets and you just sort of sink in and relax? That's the idea behind it. I heard a pastor once talk about it in these terms. He actually talked about this word, be still, in terms of falling into quicksand. I'm not sure if he had ever fallen into quicksand. I don't think I've ever seen quicksand in my life. But just in case you find yourself falling into quicksand, here's a public service announcement for you. Do you know the best way to get out of quicksand? Nothing. The worst thing that you can possibly do is flail. Like try and scramble out and move your arms and legs. It actually makes you sink faster. What you're supposed to do is simply let yourself go limp. Relax. And then you won't sink somebody can come and help you and save you. And isn't that a beautiful picture of what God is saying? He's just saying, relax. I have everything under my control. I know what I'm doing. Be still. And it's only God who allows us to do that. When you think about these words of God, I I know what God wants. I know he wants us to be still. I know he wants us to relax. God wants you and me to remember who he is and what he's done for us. He wants us to remember what he has promised and what he can do. But it's not that easy, is it? It's not that easy. It's hard to do that because when we're in the midst of storms, the storms of life, it's sort of like that's the only thing that we can see. Have you had this experience where, where you're driving in a rainstorm and all of a sudden it becomes a torrential downpour and the rain is, is coming down so hard that you can't even see? Your windshield wipers won't work fast enough to let you see the car in front of you? Some of you may be like me and you just try to power through and hope everything's okay. The smart ones of you probably pull over to the side of the road just for a little bit, right? To let that storm pass so you can see again. That's really what God is saying here, too. When those storms of life come to take a step back, to take a deep breath, to pull over to the side of the road and remember who's in control, to remember he is God. And there's nothing that can happen in your life or mine that God doesn't already know about. What God can do, you and I could never accomplish. God is bigger. He's bigger than anything that bothers us. He's more powerful than any of our problems. He's stronger than any of our storms. And that God is near. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you, God says. I am your ever-present help in trouble. And that love that God has for you is a proven love. It's proven on the cross of Jesus. It's proven in the grave that Jesus left empty on Easter Sunday. The escape that Jesus provides you from sin is the same escape God promises from the troubles and trials of this life when he takes us home to him forever in heaven. That's your ever-present God. Listen to the words that God spoke through the prophet Jeremiah to demonstrate to us what it means that that he is ever-present, that he is an omnipresent God. He wrote this, I am only, am I only a God nearby, declares the Lord, and not a God far away? Who can hide in secret places so that I cannot see them, declares the Lord. Do not I fill heaven and earth, declares the Lord. That's the God you and I worship. That's the God who loves us. He is present everywhere and always with us through whatever we face in this life. Some takeaways from our sermon today. Number one, we will experience storms in this life, but God is our ever-present help. There is no promise in Scripture that we'll avoid the storms of this life, but there is a trustworthy promise that God gives that he will never leave us, that he is our refuge and strength. Number two, when we feel like life is out of control, God reminds us that he is in control. The Lord Almighty is with us and he's the one who controls the universe. Number three, relax, be still. God loves us, he saved us, and he is always with us. No, God says, that I am God and that everything is in my hands. When I walk around in a, a shopping mall, I, 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 I oftentimes, when I come out of a store, forget which direction I came in from. Maybe some of you have issues with that too you get lost in malls or or maybe you've been out hiking and you've been on the trails for a while and you're not exactly sure where you are. I love those little maps that pop up that have little dots on them that say you are here. Helps me kind of gauge where I'm supposed to be going next in the mall or or where I'm on the trail and where I could head. Thought that was a great illustration, and I found this picture that that works perfectly with the sermon theme today. What if God had a map for his presence? Wouldn't it look like this? With dots absolutely everywhere? Because that's what omnipresent is. God is present everywhere. He is our ever-present help in trouble. That's how we can stand confident. That's how we stand comforted in the storms of life, because God is near. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. And that's something we can count on. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.